0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You ready? Welcome back everyone to the Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Apparently, there's a lot of big news going on. I don't know. Does it pertain to the Bills? I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> so, uh, guys, I'm going to stick to the trend this week on being on my own. But next week, I will have Dan Mitchell for sure. Uh, he just had something come up. And so, I'm just going to I'm gonna hold it down on Buff Hub as I usually do. And, you know, here we go. We're going into a, a very interesting offseason. Again, we're going to get into just... More topics that have been unraveling. Obviously, we got to talk about J.J. Watt. Still got to talk about Deshaun Watson. And, you know, one thing I did want to get into as well is, does the chemistry between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen increase to get better? Is is there there another level we haven't seen yet? And I want to get into that because I think just seeing how dynamic the offense was, we haven't seen anything like that since the K-Gun offense. And um, you know, what can they do better? What can they do to be more explosive? Maybe even give some uh, more versatility to the offense because you think about Stefan Diggs. I mean, is he just that kind of guy who can win the one on one cross the field? And, uh, you know, we saw the offense definitely hit kind of a brick wall going against the Chiefs. So we're all kind of wondering in the back of our heads. We have a great team, but is there more? And that's what this is about. This is the topic I want to get into is there more. I want to break down a few things as to why there is more. And we're going to talk about those uh, three subjects I did bring up. So, first off, obviously, T- uh, TJ, JJ Watt. I wish TJ, <laughs> but, um, you know, JJ Watt, obviously a defensive player of the year, multiple, multiple years of that, and just absolutely dominating, uh, you know, opponents and, and just a highlight reel that you'd never see. Uh, out of a lot of players at his position over, over many years. And you know, that's one of the things that you have to really take into account. This is a guy went, He goes from D tackle. He goes to defensive end and he's just flopping all over the place. I just call him an elite D lineman. And that's something that I think is uh, something to attest to what the bills need. Everyone wants to talk about, we need a pass rusher. We need a great defensive end. Maybe the bills have slowly been searching for a piece that is just good everywhere. You look at the draft pick and AJ Epinesa, and that's kind of what I think we wanted to get out. him. maybe we can put him inside, put him outside, and try to you know get some versatility to seal the edge or you know cause a disruption in the run game. And with a guy like JJ Watt, obviously instantaneous uh, you know impact. And I think that's something that we got to question: is that what the Bills want? Because we know a lot of quarterbacks are retiring, and we know that in the next ten years, Rodgers is not going to be there. Brady is not going to be there, so now we have this new just epic story that it is is the Mahomes versus Allen saga, and you know we're all kind of wondering is Lamar Jackson going to creep into there? Is you know Baker Mayfield, uh, Russell Wilson going to revive his career? You know by you know trying to push his management into doing something that you know pleases him, whether if it's on the offensive line or just you know figuring out something different. Uh, You know, so the Buffalo Bills have something stable here. So I really think this move for J.J. Watt in the moment, everyone wants him. I want him. But I wonder in the back of my head, does Brandon Bean truly want him? Does Brandon Bean truly believe if he jumps into the Bills uh, organization, is he going to have that instantaneous impact? Is is it going to be worth it? Maybe what if he gets injured and, you know, Matt Milano walks or, you know, we take the chance on not being able to sign him. I don't know, like. I'll be honest though. Like if I'm going to sign uh, JJ Watt, here's my prediction. I sign him for a max of t- up to 20, $20 million, but guaranteed 8 million. So incentives bonuses would add up, you know, to $20 million. I'm not just going to give him $20 million right off the bat. Like, hey, here you go. You know, your, your talent and your, and your history speaks for itself. No, you need to earn it too. Jerry Hughes has earned his keep. You know, we got Starla Tule coming back. And, you know, we're going to take a risk signing you and possibly not having any cap room to either sign Feliciano or Milano, yet, uh, let alone, you know, Williams. So, you know, we do wonder. We do wonder if he is that piece that can help dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs. I personally don't know. Uh, you know, I, I want J.J. Watt because... I do think he's going to bring an instantaneous, you know, impact, but as far, you know, just disrupting quarterbacks, you know, throughout the year. But as far as getting back to the AFC championship, I'm just not sure. You know, he definitely has slumped. You look at the stats, obviously you're going to notice a huge drop off from 2018. And look, injuries, everything goes into this whole storyline with J.J. Watt. And I think if he goes to Buffalo, the one thing he's going to be able to experience is, a roster on the defensive line that can help him get rest, uh, you know, can definitely help him be a rotational player and still shine like the J.J. Watt he is, whether it be a critical second or third down or even nowadays a fourth down when you really need a pass rusher or someone to help stuff the run who has that grit and knows how to get leverage the veteran way. And, you know, the Bills lost that with Lorenzo Alexander. You know, the defense you saw what happened (laughs) the next year. Lorenzo Alexander is gone. Our defense takes a huge step back. You can't make this up. So yes, having a veteran presence similar uh, to Lorenzo Alexander, whether it be just pass rusher, you know, with, with the run game, you know, stuffing it up. I mean, you kind of do see that the bills need that. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a no brainer to claim him and, uh, you know, sign him for what he's worth. But again, what is he worth to Brandon Bean? I don't know, you know, and, and that's that's the tricky part here because we don't know. I wonder if if he thinks if he thinks Feliciano is more valuable than Milano. Like that's another conversation, right? Um, but you know, talking about this whole Houston Texan thing. I mean, isn't it interesting? Like one team is affecting the entire league right now. And, you know, talking about now Deshaun Watson, and he still hasn't, you know, gotten his his uh his request to, you know, trade to a team that he wants to go to. And you're starting to notice that the domino effect has begun. And it wasn't Deshaun Watson. It was J.J. Watt. So, yes, right now I am very interested in where Deshaun Watson is going because Deshaun Watson can literally take a team that is 6 and 10 and make them he will make them 10 and 6 easily and that's what the quarterback position does you know uh, you give you give a quarterback one good wide receiver a solid running game a decent offensive line they're going to go 10 and 6 and there are several teams that even made the playoffs on a limb like the bears that are looking at Deshaun Watson and saying what if we had him what if he was leading our team? Obviously, makes us a contender right away. And with you know the whole situation with Rodgers in limbo, and you know we're not we're not sure about how long he's going to be in Green Bay. I mean, we would have the most stable franchise in the division. So, I got three spots. I think he's going to go to. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from third, second to first. Third is the Bears. I think uh, Houston eventually is just going to collapse on the inside. And they're just going to be like, Deshaun, where do you want to go? I think third is the Bears. I think second is Miami. And I think first is the New York Jets. I think Deshaun Watson is at, he's obviously in his prime and he is looking for a situation where he can just press the restart button and say, you know what, even if I got to duke it out somewhere where it's going to be like one to two years and then we're going to be a true contender, fine. I care about culture because my head coach screwed me. That's what you're seeing. A poisonous, unfortunate situation that was very poisonous in Houston, and now you're starting to see the chips fall, and every team has their eyes wide open waiting to see what's going to happen. Now, Going back to J.J. Watt real quick, I'm going to be very upset if the Kansas City Chiefs sign him and the buffalo bills do not. He can go anywhere else. I don't care where else JJ Watt goes, but if JJ Watt goes to the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to vomit in my mouth. And yeah. I'm really going to wonder about Brandon Bean. Because if this guy ends up getting signed to like a 3 million dollar deal and Brandon Bean didn't want to pull the trigger on an 8 million dollar deal, 20 million, uh you know, max, you know, 8 8 million guaranteed obviously. What are we doing? Part of being a Super Bowl contender is literally signing free agents to prevent other teams from signing him. For example, Le'Veon Bell to the Kansas City Chiefs. How much of a threat was he really? I'm pretty sure Andy Reid looked at Le'Veon Bell and said, holy smokes, if Buffalo gets him, Damn straight. Damn straight. If we had him, and we would have got him rolling with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I'm not saying we would have been a run-heavy team, but I'm saying we would at least have a running game going into the playoffs. Le'Veon Bell, you screwed us. So did Andy Reid. (sighs) Okay, that rant's over, guys. Let's talk about the Bills. Is there more? Yes. There is plenty. All the Buffalo Bills have to do is build around the pieces they have that are solid. So you got you got three pieces I'm going to name off real quick. Tredavious White, you take care of him, they already have. Stephon Diggs, take care of him, they already have. Sign your quarterback. Everything else will work itself out. People want to play with good players, star players. And I'm guaranteeing you right now, even if the Bills don't sign anyone in a splash situation this year, the next 10 years, we're going to keep having those splash signings. I guarantee you that, even if it's not J.J. Watt. These kind of players are rare. These kind of players are historical in the NFL. It's not normal for someone like Josh Allen to have the success he's had in his third year after the previous two. It's not normal for a wide receiver like Stephon Diggs to come from Kirk Cousins in Minnesota with Adam Thielen and Rudolph, you name it, all the talent they had, then come to Buffalo, where there's just question marks all over the wide receiver core, and jump to number one in the league. You can't make it up. And then you have a cornerback in Tredavious White coming off an ACL uh, you know, surgery and the Buffalo Bills sign him out of LSU and say, we want you in the first round. We believe you are going to be what the Buffalo Bills need to solidify this defense in the future. So, yeah, look, I have full confidence, not only just the players, but the organization, that they're going to make the right decisions. And think about it. Isn't it awesome that when a guy like JJ Watt shows up on the market, we are literally thinking it is possible for this guy to help us take the next step into a Super Bowl. Not a playoff, not a playoff uh, you know, win. Not not a second playoff win. Not just getting to the AFC championship, literally winning a Super Bowl. The Bills are in a good position right now. There is plenty more that the Bills can do. For example, the tight end position. What if Josh Allen gets a tight end like Rudolph? Gets a tight end like uh, Juno Smith? Gets a tight end that he can always go to, like a Gronk, who just has those sticky hands, can go up the seam, and you know, in, in Tampa two uh, defense, and just split a defense in half and frustrate them. What if Josh had that? Then yeah. It's like, then there's way less pressure down the line in the playoffs on the run game. You ever wonder, like, when we're when you're watching the Bills play and you're just like, oh my God, they can't pass the football, just run the football. Oh my God, they can't run the football, just pass the football. It's always back and forth. Look, eventually, you kind of have to commit based off the players you have to be a specific type of heavy. The reason Stephon Diggs, quote me if I'm wrong, the reason Stephon Diggs is happy in Buffalo is because he knew that Buffalo was going to be pass heavy. He's happy because he knew he wasn't going to run into a Dalvin Cook situation where the Bills were like, ah, oh, we we really want to invest in De- Devin Singletary. We saw a lot of, you know, bright things about him last year, blah, blah, blah. We're just going to bring you in to hopefully, you know, we want you to be our number one. We want to give you all the opportunities possible, but look, we really want to establish a learning. Like, no, he he knew going into this situation that he was going to get the football a lot. Right. And so the Buffalo Bills, yes, we need a running game. But I am of the belief at this point that, yes, we need to be a running back by committee offense, heavy pass. And if someone out of the crop of that committee just happens to become a Thurman Thomas, yes, then you re-sign him. (laughs) But it is very rare. So, we have to be able to build on what we already have that we know is going to guarantee us getting back to the AFC Championship. See, this is where Sean McDermott is completely different than Bill O'Brien. Speaking of the Texans all over again. Bill O'Brien traded one of the best wide receivers in the league, if not the best, DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals. And it was criminal. It was blasphemous, uncalled for. This dude had you and your team, I wouldn't say solely on him, but I'm just saying he was part of it. They were up 24-0 in the Kansas City Chiefs. You're up 24-0 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Head coach, Bill O'Brien, it is your fault, absolutely your fault, that you lost that game. And then you're thinking bringing in Brandon Cooks with your arrogant big head was a better idea. Now look, at this is the point. (laughs) Going a little bit back to it. You don't just get rid of what got you so far. You keep building. You keep trusting. If you have a relationship in the locker room that is in shambles, you pull through it, you try to figure out. You know why? You know why you gotta figure it out? Because if you don't, you're gonna start a domino effect that is literally going to implode your franchise. And that is what I'm praying the Buffalo Bills don't end up doing if they don't reach the Super Bowl next year or the year after but we still are able to get to the AFC championship. Look, the process is real. And that's why I'm a huge believer that there is more because I've seen time and time again, Sean McDermott get better with time of possession, you know, with, with play calls, helping out on defense, with analyzing things that are coming, uh, need to get changed on offense, making adjustments in halftime, you name it, right? guys, McDermott took the Buffalo Bills from irrelevancy to 13-3. and three. Like, there is so much more. And let us not get hung up on situations where maybe we don't sign a J.J. Watt. I'm gonna be bitter, but I'm not, I'm not gonna stay there. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if today we didn't have Stefan Diggs, but we do, but we do, so yeah, you're looking at the whole team as a whole, the team as a whole, and you're understanding, man, like, if we lose anyone, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna fall so hard, and this this, and that, look, trust the process that got us here, You bet your ass that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott desperately want to sign Matt Milano. And you know if they're not able to, they're going to feel bitter about it. But you also know that they have a plan B, whatever that is. So there's a lot of facets and things that go into the offseason, but You know, still looking at how things can transpire, I mean, there is still a ton of potential for the Buffalo Bills to upgrade. Ton of potential for the Buffalo Bills to upgrade. It's just, you gotta understand, like, it's really hard when you don't have a high first-round pick to have a chance at a very stellar either linebacker or defensive lineman, you name it, right? you're not very much guaranteed that a guy's going to have an instant impact. You know, I've gone on I've gone on the record thinking that Harris, they running back from Alabama, Najee Harris is going to be able to have a direct impact, instant impact for the Buffalo Bills in the run game. He just has an it factor about him. So, you know, it's still unraveling and we're starting to see how the offseason is starting to trickle and I mean, who would have thought at this point we literally would have Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson is causing turmoil. There's a lot going on. All right, and so I want to get into something else here because I want to talk about free agency and why there is more than just the Milano. And there's there's so much going into the Bills want to re-sign who we have. I get that. But look, I want to bring something up. That I think is very interesting. So, obviously, the cap number is not going to be very high. But, that doesn't mean there won't be good players available. See, here's the fact. We will still have money. And we will still have an opportunity to be able to sign some guys and fill some holes. Who's to say that the Buffalo Bills aren't the only ones in this predicament. And that players are going to start looking for teams to go to. Like, and they're going to look at the Jets, right? And they're going to look at the Patriots. They're going to look here. They're going to look there. Oh, we should just, I want to get money. I want to get paid, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? They're going to to watch their peers that they, you know, practice with in the off season. You know, go to the Super Bowl with the Bills or go to the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Go to the Super Bowl with this or that. You're like, fact of the matter is that there are going to be players that are going to literally look at the Bills and just say, I'll take a discount maybe not right away but when the chips start to fall you don't think there's gonna be players just sitting there waiting to see where certain players go and how they match up and if they really want to ring like think about it this way like Josh Norman straight up went to the went to the Buffalo Bills because he thought he was going to be able to win a Super Bowl he got damn close he got damn near close right oh here's an interesting name Patrick Peterson. Not bad for a CB2, right? (laughs) Maybe for a cheaper price. Maybe he wants to come to Buffalo and and win a championship. T.Y. Hilton. Kenny Galladay. A.J. Green. Richard Sherman. Hunter Henry. I can keep going if you want. Levante David. He's probably going to demand top dollar, I know, but... (laughs) I don't know, what if we go all all in on him? I don't know. Oh, here's a good edge. What about Ryan Kerrigan? Out of Washington. Matt Judon. Out of Baltimore. Outside linebacker. There are options. They aren't Matt Milano. Right? Sucks. (laughs) But uh, there are ways to still upgrade the defense and stay just as competitive as last year. CB2 was bleeding way more than some people think. You would think last year, you know, this year in the past obviously, like Levi Wallace was going to take a step forward. And maybe we resign him. But then we sign Josh Norman and you know, get Dane Jackson out of the draft. He looks really good. Like, there are a lot of things that the Buffalo Bills can do defensively to help themselves. Offensively is, you know, is a big question as well as far as how much more versatile can we get, right? Is there another guy like McKenzie? Here's the last one I want to get into. Do you re-sign Andre Roberts? Of course you resign, Andre Roberts. There ain't no way in hell you're going to get the same productivity out of a kick returner, man. They're not out there. Maybe in the draft, you're, you can surprise me, but, man, Andre Roberts came through clutch this season. Started off games that literally catapulted the Bills' offense into the 50-plus yard line. Like, you can't make it up. So... <sighs> Here's what I'm thinking. I say the Bills try their absolute best to re-sign who they had last year. Try to restructure. And if that doesn't work, and all they can do is maybe sign one guy out of the three guys that we talked about. Okay. Then you look at who's left. You look at who he can sign for a veteran minimum. You look at all kinds of situations maybe restructuring to bring a guy in to really impact uh a certain area defensively or offensively or maybe even on special teams but you gotta wonder is there another Lorenzo Alexander out there whether if it's offensively or defensively or even on special teams that we could pick up and you know he could have a revival in his career in Buffalo I don't know I'm of the belief that JJ Watt is that guy, especially coming off of a horrible year with, you know, just absolute poison from top to bottom in an organization and still play and still, you know, feel convinced to feel, uh, you know, honored and privileged to play this game with everything going on. (laughs) I want that in my locker room. I don't care if he's only playing third down. But again, the asking price, we'll see. We'll see how that all kind of pans out, especially with this cap number. So, obviously, guys, there's still a lot of things that need to unravel to really be able to break down instead of just speculate, speculate, speculate. I am here to hopefully be a voice uh, that connects with you, that helps you clear some questions in your head about... What you think the Bills are gonna do, and maybe if it's a logical thing for the Bills to do. So, just like everyone else on Buffalo Rumblings, it's an honor to be able to, you know, be in your earbuds or wherever you're listening in your car, you're listening in the kitchen, whatever. You know, thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you so much for listening to the Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Can't wait to be with you guys next week. I'll have Dan Mitchell, and the week after that, I'm gonna have Mr. Joe Miller himself off of buffalo fanatics so i'm super excited about that a lot of people that i'm excited to bring on the buff hub i just kind of wanted to relish this time uh to be on my own and uh i hope you enjoyed it today i definitely had a blast uh you know getting some things off my chest so go bills have a great rest of your weekend and i'll talk to you next week